What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Brody, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hey. And the Lando Calrissian of this Rebel Alliance. Because <laughs> he's the cool one. Cool. He's he the cool so one. Cool. I am not Lando cool, cool but I appreciate, you're, you're, I appreciate the sentiment. But You're cooler than us. That's too <laughs> You call me hot. Call me hot. Call me hot. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Well, while you're here, we'd love to interact with you. So email us at talktalkpunch at gmail.com. And then maybe you'll show up at one of our on one of our uh, mailbag episodes. Ask us a question mm. or something like that. We'd like to do that. Or you can True. comment down below. Just please remember about it. Kind of like our friend Sebastian3183. Thank you for commenting. You can also shout out. We love and, it. And then whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening in on the audio version of the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, because they're all over the place, make sure you go ahead and hit the thumbs up, hit the star ratings, hit the, the whatever ranking you can give us. That will help us. Those things actually help. All those systems like the <laughs> interactivity. So we would really, really appreciate it. And then after you've done that, you got to make sure that you <clears throat> subscribe or else Dylan's going to come to your house, lower your water heater like one setting. Oh. So your your water it's just never it. <laughs> it's just never going to get as hot as you thought and you're like what's happening? It didn't used to do this. It used to be so hot. What happened? Dylan messed with it, but just a, just a little bit. My hands are tied, folks. My hands are tied, literally. So make sure you subscribe and then hit the notification bell. That way you can easily come back here every Wednesday to hang out with us. See what we're talking about. Kind of like this week's topic. We're going over our top three kid movies adults like. Nice. Now. I'm very curious how you guys <laughs> built these lists. I'm wondering if we all made three different lists. <laughs> what parameters would you guys do? How'd you, how'd you build these lists? Well, I went, I went in the lab, Brody. Uh, you know me. I like to get out the chemistry set and start, <laughs> I start uh, you know, get, get a little my, my pH balance and my uh, acids, my bases. That's about all I remember from chemistry class. But so uh, I decided to, to put some big restrictions on my list because I was having a hard time paring it down. Like, how do I pick which Pixar film to put on my list? Do I just put Pixar? I don't want to have three Pixar films. And even doing three Pixar films, that's not enough Pixar because there's more than three. So I decided to do to no, no animated films on my list. Really? Went, my next step was then to say, okay, look, I'm an adult. I don't always act like an adult, but I'm an adult. So if it's movies that adults like, then I think that they are probably nostalgic films that people like me saw when they were kids. So I went back in the Wayback Machine, and I, I'm picking movies that someone like me might have seen as a child and then enjoyed as an adult, and then might also enjoy as an adult with a family. And either in any of those three life stages, they might have enjoyed and probably did enjoy these movies on my list. So science. So essentially, Charlie science. and I made completely opposite <laughs> Well, Broad, what'd you do? Because I was like, well, I don't just want to focus on the nostalgia stuff. And so I, I only picked stuff that I saw as an adult, like as as a dad. I was like, that was a really good movie. Even though I watched it for my kids, I was like, you know what? I really enjoyed that movie. 
So there's that. And so then Ro- I Robocop is your number one then. <laughs> yeah. And I purposely, I purposely excluded all the Pixar's because I was like, that's too easy. You could pick you could pick any of the Pixar's. They're, yeah. they're all great for kids and adults. So I was like, it's too easy. I'm just excluding every Pixar movie. We're both making Dylan feel bad because he has three Pixar films on his list. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Tudong, how'd you I, build, I, how'd you build your list? I hey, you know, I built my list on like I one of them I did see as an adult and I and I enjoyed it. They're all kids movies, and uh, I just looked at it like if I if I still could enjoy it as an adult, and if I could still you know talk to other adults that that either have seen it and still like it or things like that. Then, uh, then they made the list. That's that's kind of how I did it. And you know, there is nostalgia, but I had to have revisited them, you know, as an adult to still appreciate it as an adult. Okay. A lot, a lot simpler than your guys's, uh, but but still, still, uh, there's a process. There was still a process. I like these movies. <laughs> Do you guys think there's going to be any crossovers? <clears throat> I, I always feel like there shouldn't be, and then there always inevitably is. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I, I I don't think I'm gonna have any crossovers with you, bro. I may have a minimum of two, not minimum, a maximum <laughs> minimum. of two, with Charlie. A minimum, a, a minimum, a minimum of, of three <laughs> with Charlie. But no, at least I mean, like two could possibly have possibly have made his list. At least I I can't wait. I can't wait for all three of us to have the secret of Nim. Oh gee, no, no, no. That movie no. terrified me as a kid. Anyway, yeah, uh, oh, what, what you got? I don't want to revisit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. So the order for today is going to be me and Charlie, Tudong. You're going to be, you're going to be taking us home, finishing <laughs> out the list. Nice. This is something random from down. the 20s. I promise nothing from the 20s. Maybe 1910s, but not the 20s. Right. Wizard of Oz is incoming. All right, what's your number three, bro? All right. My number three is one that it's, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely the oldest one. And it's one that came out before my kids. So I introduced them, but I really liked it. But I first saw it as an adult. And I'm just going to get right into it. It's. The Iron Giant. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. This is this is this is a really good one. It's, I don't think this was Bluth. I don't think we have there are any Bluth movies like that style well, they, of animation. They had that banana stand, but that didn't work out so good. Um, <laughs> I'm unfamiliar. So this isn't like Disney. Is that what you're saying? No, no, this was not Disney. This was in the oh. Don Bluth. Um, oh. I can't remember the last time I saw a Don Bluth af- after this. But this this is just a great one. No, it's I've seen Don Bluth. It's, yeah, uh, no, no, it's great. It's, you know, it's fun. It's touching. It pulls on the heartstrings at the end. You get the giant. Very who's sad. Scary. And like, I, I tried to show my kids with, I tried to show my oldest. Freaked her out too much. Like the the robot chasing the kid and the, he was like freaking out. So I had to wait. Then a couple, I showed my kid maybe last year, ago. Oh, um, and they all they all really enjoyed it. I and it's watching good. it, I was like, man, this is like just a really good 
quality. So this is one that I thought because I think it came out in like '98 or '99. But then, yeah, even back to it, uh, still, still just solid. I started Vin Diesel's started Vin Diesel's voice acting career. It's true. Way to Groot. It's true. <laughs> Good pick, bro. Excellent pick. He did. He he was involved in the Secret of Nim. So uh, technically, that's a point for me. Uh, ding. <laughs> we're keeping score here, but uh, he was All right, involved in the, the Tapper World Tour video game, which was which was very good. Don Blue, love love me some Tapper. Uh, all right, so my number three is a movie that I watched as a youngster, a young scamp. It is a movie that I visited as a college student. It is a movie that I watched as a young married. It is a movie that I've watched <laughs> now as a father a lot more, and certainly every year uh, around the Christmas time. And that is the Christmas classic Home Alone. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a, a wildly entertaining, fun little comedy. Everybody's seen it. Anything with John Candy in it probably would have uh, been fine on the list. Uh, came out of this, this is a cool running. It was, a, it was neck and neck. Uh, but we went up for this uh, particular John Candy film. Uh, I, I will say, I have I've yet, I've heard that possibly the fifth Home Alone, not as bad as you might think, I have not had the courage to watch three or four or five. Uh, you I saw two? No, I, I've, I've seen two. Yeah, I don't particularly care for two. And it's not it's not one that I revisit. But I have yet to watch the little brown-haired helmet boy or the, the, the newer kids. Um, man, I don't know. But Home Alone 1, fantastic. Adults like it. You can ask around. Ask your friends. It, it was the highest grossing movie for a, for a while. For a while, it said uh, this made lots of money at the box office. Huge hit. Yeah, and the Coltons is... still around doing their thing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless yeah. them. Yeah, this movie is still funny. <laughs> yeah, holds still... up. Yeah, it's still funny. Joe Pesci trying his best not to curse in a kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> they, is there a big outtakes reel? I would love to see a, just a Joe Pesci outtake. Yeah, that, that would be great. Be oh, amazing. I bet there's gotta be something. A lot I, of bleeps, I bet. If if there's ever a point in in time where we can uh, time travel, but we can't interfere, like you oh, can like, go and observe, but you can't do anything, you can't change anything. Watching it's really it like fun a movie. to do behind the scenes of like movies and just show up and just like watch <laughs> the make the making of stuff would be really uh, neat to kind of hover there like a ghost. <laughs> but, oh, very funny, Joe Pesci. Very nice. Yes, very good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what's your number three, Bill? <laughs> Well, thank you, Charlie. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, uh, my number three seminal classic, Goonies. Never heard of it. You've got Data, who's now an Academy Award winner. You've got Chunk, who's fantastic. You've got Mouth. You've got uh, Mikey. You've got Bran. All of the characters in there, absolutely fantastic. Um Oh, the Fratellis. Oh, I, I could never forget about the Fratellis. <laughs> uh, Mama Fratelli especially, and One-Eyed Willie's uh, treasure. And um, it, This is just one of those, I mean, okay. um, uh, uh, 
uh, Richard Donner directed it, and it just reeks of a of a Amblin Entertainment. Like even if it wasn't, I know that uh, Steven Spielberg had something, some like producing or something like that to do with it. Absolutely fantastic, a kids' treasure hunting movie, and uh, it, it was just great. I loved it back when I saw it as a kid, and uh, you know, even even now, I still absolutely love it. It is a lot of fun, very smart. Doesn't get doesn't talk down to its kids' audience, but it still keeps it fun. It's got thrills, but not exactly scares. It's got it's got you know mystery, and they find the clues, all sorts of different things, and. Uh, absolutely fantastic entertainment uh, it, it seems almost like a throwback to uh like like um, raiders of the lost ark and uh, the indiana jones series a throwback to those old serials um to where it's to hit the kids they they're about to get you know um their neighborhood is about to be bulldozed through and they're moving out basically the bulldozers are there to, to just destroy all of their houses and the whole place and so the only thing they can do is find buried treasure <laughs> and it yeah and the writing holds up the acting holds up the directing is excellent all of it is is great i've i have yet to meet a, an adult that is like the coonies i hate it i've never seen that any they always have a favorite character mine was always it was actually i don't know i mean data or 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 chunk who was so funny <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite? I always pictured you as a Clark the Mouth Devereaux kind of guy. Really? I was always... I was, you were obsessed with Corey Feldman for most of our college time. Together. <laughs> Preposterous. Preposterous. I've I was a Corey been... Haim guy. You were a Feldman. It, it was just like, you know, hey, we had our Corys. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's different than being obsessed. I mean, he's not Nathan Fillion over here. I mean, come on. You said I'm the not, greatest child I'm actor of our generation. Obsessed. He's older than us. I'm just saying, but but the greatest... Uh, let me ask you guys a question. If you go to IMDb, you'll see that Goonies 2 is scheduled for a 2027 release. Oh, <laughs> wow. No. Where are you setting the over-under <laughs> that that's actually going to happen? we got Sean Austin, Corey Feldman, Robert Dabby, who plays Jake Fratelli, and Cindy Lauper as Bean Soup Annie. Uh, so far attached, uh, allegedly. What are we, uh, Cindy what are we, where, where are we setting the, the over-under here that it's going to happen? We're thinking like happen. a 20% probability, 10%? Maybe five to two, 20, 27. <laughs> Yikes. What are they making? Are they making Cleopatra again? Are they remaking something, some big grand epic mutiny on the bounty? None of it makes any, why would it be 2027? You know, you know why it's going to happen? Because of the Academy Award winning. Uh, <laughs> I, I, now, now they get to attach, uh, attach Academy Award winner to the, it's going to happen. 2027. It's coming for you. So, so long-time watchers of the channel may remember that we called. Might have been back in the top ten. Yeah, probably. Bro, he's huh? never seen this, Dylan. Is is top top ten movies that for some reason we never saw something or along those something. lines, and and this was on my list. I've I've. Why. I don't know how. I don't know how I missed this. How, how I see never it? saw it. I, I don't know how I never saw this. I don't know how it never came up at a sleepover at a, at a friend's house at on TV. How have like, you not seen it now? How can I, you not? And it's been on TV. You know, it has. It's been know, on TV. I know. No, I just. I'll say to answer your question, Tudong, my favorite is probably. 
Fred. Fred, that's. <laughs> yep. I can accept uh, that, bro. Uh, Fred, right. it's perfect. All right. Well, <laughs> Dylan, unless you want to do a truffle shuffle, uh, Brody, you want to tell us no. your number two? All right. My number two was one I saw after I had kids. We were looking for, for family movie night. So we found one, watched it, and I thought that this movie was so funny. And it became a, like a family favorite in my house. And I still will sit down and watch it because I think this movie is genuinely very funny. That's cloudy with a chance of me. <laughs> this, this movie, I thought this movie was, was so well written and like genuinely was making me laugh throughout the whole thing. And my kids loved it. I think it's got this really fun animation. The, the, idea and like the story is really fun we actually we went like to the, to the library and got the book the book is nothing like the movie <laughs> just go to the movie the movie I was like better than the book the movie was better than the book whoa controversial statements left and right from brody tonight Coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Tell this movie it's it's no reading for the kids no goonies <laughs> watching it, yeah this movie is just really fun the the sequel is really funny and kids love to watch it and i will happily sit down and and i'll still laugh i i just think this might be like if i could pick a cartoon universe to live in this might this might be the one because <laughs> this is like a a long time dream of mine to have like just food falling from the sky for me to eat that's delicious i'd like to confess that i've seen parts of part two but i actually haven't seen this one. Oh, this it's really good. It's really good. Well, I, when you watch Goonies, then I'll go ahead and watch this. Oh, come now. Come now. All right. Well, I've seen all of these movies, so uh, you don't have to worry about that. Um, this is a good pick, bro. This is a, it's a fun movie. And the sequel. The it sequel. got very good reviews. Yeah, the sequel is really good, too. I, I think yeah, I yeah. still like the first one a little bit better, but the sequel yeah. solid. And my kids. This got this. This did well, very well. Box office. It got excellent reviews. I will say. I don't know why they never came out with a part three. I think there were rumors of a part three, but it never, never happened. Don't. Well, they did a TV show on like Netflix or something. Something. It was like it was like a standard Mm -hmm. animation. Yeah. I don't know if any of the actors came. Yeah. Mm. They they need a a number three. So there's my good, pick. Good, good, with pick. a chance of meatballs. So my uh my number two is uh it's a movie I watched a lot as a kid. It's maybe one of the one of the movies I've seen the most total number of times in my lifetime, and not because it's like one of my favorites, but just be, because it was like the ultimate rainy day film when you didn't have all these streaming choices to watch. It was like always available on things. It was like every bus trip I ever took in a group, and there was like a DVD player. Then it was there. Um, you know, when I was in my dating phases, this was a favorite of many, uh, young ladies that I dated back in high school and, uh, and then into college. And it's a fun one for, for the kids. Beverly uh, Hills cop, Charlie. It, it is Beverly Hills cop. And it is, uh, no, it is not. Uh, it is with Polly Shore. Uh, it is son, uh, son-in-law. No, uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, no Polly Shore made my list. It is the princess bride. Uh, which uh, is a fun little romp, uh, and I, I go back and forth. The, the 
there are things about this movie that I just absolutely love as an adult. And there's just moments like the uh, Wallace Shawn and Andre the Giant and uh, you know Manny Patinkin and Christopher Gaston, like basically yes. all this, Billy Crystal and mm. all, all the side characters are just like the, poor, the, the writing of poor Robin Robin White Robin Robin Wright Penn the writing. Oh my gosh, that's hard to say fast. She's not, not a very flat, one-dimensional character. It's not very good uh, writing for her, but the rest <laughs> of it is great, uh, fantastic. Uh, there's some, there's some, still some. I don't know. It's it's a fun movie. I, my wife and I still quote this. Uh, the you know you can die too for all the, the as you <laughs> wish. You know, um, there's a lot of a lot of uh, back and forth. Uh, very quotable movie. Uh, I won't bore you with quotes from the movie. You just you can quote it yourselves right now. Uh, I mean it. Uh, so, <laughs> but it's, so it's a fun castle. one. You, Come on, you guys! You guys! You guys love this one still. Come on, it is. breathe yeah. a little, little a little bit of joy into this one. <clears throat> Have fun storming the castle. He's maybe only partly, mainly dead. That uh. might be one of the things that I quote the most out of context. That probably no one has any idea what I'm saying. <laughs> my kids are going somewhere, and I'll say, "Have fun storming the castle." And I do a weird voice. And they've seen the movie, but like only like once, maybe you know. And they, yeah. so they have no idea. And I. I I, I quote weird lines from weird movies out of context a lot. So I think they're kind of just used to dismissing me when I say weird stuff. They don't even ask anymore. I'm like, hey, Dad, why do you do that weird voice and say that weird line? They're just like, all right, my dad's a weirdo. Or I'm out of here. <laughs> That's great. Oh, this one's full of great lines. That is. It is. It's very, very, it's like, a, it's a really fun quote, uh, quote, quotable movie. I will say as a fun fact, uh, and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll yield my time to the to the gentleman in Long Beach. Um, I I did a, a German scene in my in my German class. We did the inconceivable scene uh, uh, auf Deutsch. Uh, we had to just do like a little German sketch, and it was supposed to just be like really short uh, back and forth. And instead of that, uh, my buddy and I decided we'd do the whole oh. scene, and it was it was great. And I got to do the Wallace on part, and that uh, sounds really really difficult. <laughs> it was all in German. And I stood up, oh, Whatever, and then I and then I fell straight back off the chair. It was fantastic. My German teacher loved me, Frau Verheim. She was a uh, fantastic. But uh, anyway, nice. German kids, if you're if you're uh, watching this and you have to pick a foreign language to do at school, I will say <laughs> don't pick German. Dumb choice. Completely useless language. Uh, if you live in California, Spanish a much better choice. <laughs> Make better life decisions than I did. On to you, Dylan. <laughs> All right, two dollars. Well, my number two is looks like oh, it's going to be the only, the only one that is Pixar on this list, and it's actually mm. I'll be honest, I I I, I usually steer clear of Pixar because there's always a part it. where it gets really sad. As soon as it like <laughs> Up came out, I was like, I can't even oh, see up, this because up, it was yeah. really sad. And then every other me. one, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, in Toy Story, they didn't have that. There was no part where it was super sad where you're going to cry. But in part three, yeah, there was a lot of crying in part three. I was like, I cannot believe this is a kid's movie. Either way, that's well, it. They bust out the Sarah McLaughlin song in two. That was really woo. Yeah, but, yeah, two. However, <laughs> my favorite Pixar, and one that I have also known, like, other adults to appreciate, is The Incredibles. Ah, good one. Absolutely fantastic doesn't well again I, I really like movies that do not talk down to kids where i can actually kind of like and this didn't come out when i was a kid but um it really smart writing really smart directing 
The voice cast was excellent. Uh, Craig T. Nelson, come on. Absolutely fantastic. And it was like a Fantastic Four movie almost. It was absolutely, to me, I, was, I thought I was watching the Fantastic I'm not a big Fantastic Four fan, but if it was like this, this was fantastic. I, I, I don't think that it, you know, not like actual plot or anything, but the way that they did it, and it was had a real 60s vibe to it with the almost a James Bond score and... A lot of the themes, yeah, a lot of the themes. I, I, I saw this as an adult already because it came out already. And, you know, when I was already I said, an adult and I was just like, wow, kids are appreciating this. This is this is great. I mean, this is these are some strong themes, not like disturbing ones, but ones that, you know, like attempted I never, suicide. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. But I mean, come on, you're going to see that in any sort of a comic book or a superhero movie. You got to get over things like suicide. All right, not, not getting over it, but attempted because they were saved. So that's okay. And then the guy decided he gave him a purpose in life to sue the uh, superheroes. Either way, <laughs> the point is it also brings things like, you know, how much more three dimensional like the parents are to kids. They can like see that, which. I had never even really thought of before. Like it, it shows the kids in a kids movie how how what it's like for an adult. Then I mean I don't I don't know I'm not going through any of these life stages quite yet. My kid's only a little kid or a little baby, but it's cool that it kind of showed that. And and it was so fun. Like the action is fun. Uh, Jason Lee as uh, Syndrome is fantastic. He was only in there. He did his all of his lines in maybe a week. And Craig T. Nelson had to go back for maybe like two years. <laughs> yeah, keep going back. I saw that and I was like, that's really like, that's nuts. But my number two, The Incredibles. Charlie and I saw this midnight showing. Nice. It was good. Yeah. Easily my favorite Pixar. Yeah, there's a, my, my, my oldest son and I have a, like a running. I don't. I guess it's not. I, this is gonna sound weird, but if I call it a running joke, but just whenever we watch an animated film and one of the parents dies, usually the dad, we uh, we always. It's like almost like a drinking game without the drinking. We're like, oh, dead dad. <laughs> you know, it's very rare to have both parents like alive and uh and, and true and, and involved in the film. It's uh, it's good. Yeah. Um, good pick, too. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> now that we've had a sip to dead fathers, on to you, Brody. All right, my There's number no one fathers. came out. Adult, and I had a couple kids. Saw it. Kids. Saw it with the kids. Like this movie, my kids watch all the time. We have we have it like digitally, discs of it. This one, while isn't, while the movie itself isn't nostalgic, the movie is is nostalgic for me, so I love it. That's the Lego movie. Okay. Because, uh, man, and this one, and I went back and forth because I really like the sequel, too. And I was like, do I put Lego movie one or do I put two? Honestly, I wanted to just put them both. So I'm just going to say Lego movie one and two, put them both. They're both super good. These movies. I remember when they talked about making a Lego movie and just thinking like, what the heck are you doing? 
Why? Like, yeah. how are you going to make a Lego movie? And and why would you make a Lego? And then this Very thing true. came out and it was funny, <laughs> like full of heart. And the, the style that they did it where they're Lego, but they made the animation like their actual Lego minifigs. And, you know, it's just there's so much. They have all the nostalgic throwbacks like Benny and the spaceship. You've got the licensed stuff like the DC stuff. They brought Batman in, and that's where you get this this now like version of Batman, you know, Batman. And like, oh god, it's just so much to this movie. I, it's a movie that you could really just like watch over and over again. Just like, yeah, I knew things. Half at it. Just <laughs> oh, it's so good. And then the sequel brought in like. The, the friends stuff, which I have two girls, and so they really like the second one. I think it's most like the second one more first because we have a lot of the friends. And there's and then even as a parent, you know, there's all this stuff in the first one about the dad and the son, and in the second one, there's the the two siblings having to work together. And so as a parent, with both boys and girls, and I see them fight and I smash each other's Legos and like so see that happen in the movie and have them together and oh my this movie just understands me it's it's so good these movies are so good this is another one where's the third one why is there not a third lego movie i know that we've gotten lego batman i know that we got the lego ninjago but man i need a third lego movie it's it's got like these movies are like they make money. Everybody loves it. <laughs> how is there it's not? True. How did they not fast track it? Maybe it just takes five years to make these. Movies. I don't know. But the, oh. the second one came out came out a while ago. Yeah, I've heard nothing about a third. I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that. Man, nice. these are good. No matter what age. <laughs> yeah, this is a good pick. This is a good pick by you. There you go. There's my number one. Lego movie one, two, whatever. Either one. <laughs> All right. Well, my number one, uh, while uh, being one of my favorite movies of all time, I can say that this is not just a me thing. This is just one of the greatest movies that, that has ever been made. So and oh. now oftentimes on here, I, I, I like to push my, my personal ideals that just because some, you prefer something that doesn't make that thing good or bad. It just, preference preference it's not quality and you shouldn't mix those two things together but every now and then you fall in love with something <laughs> and it's artistic quality is so undeniable so so good that not even a heartless soulless dylan type could come in and say that's not a good movie no 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 this is great uh and when i first saw this back in the early 90s i was blown away and this became a, a mission, a personal mission of mine uh, to show everyone that I could this amazing film, which includes, of course, my my poor children who have had to watch it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure someday I'll, I'll sit down with my grandkids and say, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to watch a movie from 1993. It's going to blow your minds. Uh, and of course, if you haven't guessed yet, I'm sure I've given you all these clues. Artistic powerhouse from 1993. Bill, do you I know what it is? No, I don't know. Come on now. 1993 a, a, a frequent it, we used to do top five favorite movies of all time 
at Denny's constantly. This was a frequent member of my top five. Fern Gully? Yeah, you know me and Fern Gully. Actually, I've never <laughs> seen Fern Gully. Uh, so I, I missed out. No, this is really. But well, put up, put up the thing. You guys should recognize it when you see my my picture. Oh, of course. I believe this. Demand. Of course. This this. Yeah, the greatest this. movie ever made. Hambone. Come on. This movie was so good. And look, I know. I love baseball. And I still play. I, I keep the glory days alive. I keep the fire of my youthful baseball desire burning by playing slow pitch co-ed softball. Uh, and so a lot of the people that I hang out with are also fans of the game of baseball. So we still quote and talk about the Sandlot all the time. Every now and then, one of us will have a great hit, and an outfielder or an infielder just simply holds out their glove, and the ball magically <laughs> finds their way into it. We just say, oh, we got Sandlotted. What are you going to do, man? Uh, nothing you can do. Uh, so this is just a... If you have not seen this movie, and it is possible that somehow this has slipped through the cracks, especially for our younger oh, viewers out there, yeah. you do yourself a favor. Even if you don't love baseball, if you've never watched a, 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 even a, a like, because there's a character that you'll relate. The main character is not a fan of baseball. He doesn't yeah. know who Baby Ruth is. She she seems nice. Watch <laughs> the movie. You'll love it. It's great. James Earl Jones. Come on now. Uh, this is just one, one of the most fun little family adventures out there because it, it combines baseball. And, and and funny, so it's good. And youthful and youth, youthful hijinks. Treat yourself. It's Go a, watch the Sandlot again. It's good. It's a good. It's a really good. I haven't movie. seen this movie in a. Yeah, that's actually true. I need to revisit. A little bit of trivia. I I went to college with the one of the sisters uh, of the girl who played the lifeguard, uh, in the movie, the uh, Wendy, the character. I got kissed. Like Wendy, Wendy Peppercorn or something like that. Peppercorn. Somewhere. That's Somewhere. a great. I like that name. I like it. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is that when we name? went to school, like at Cal State Long Beach? Or? Yeah. They, what do you mean you? You mean we? I mean, <laughs> you in the music department. You knew her. You talked to her. You hung out with her. I you're like, hey, what's walked up? to the music department to hang out with you. Yeah. Anyway, I was. I was there. You were too busy starring in every theater play that existed at the school. That's true. You would be in those those uh, uh, those one acts, sir. And every single time, all the women also would come true. up to me with a, and they would be like, "Who is that guy? I hear you yeah, know." Keep him away is. from us. And Stop I just like, weird press. They, they yeah, oh no, they were like, yeah, "Check out his hair. Oh, <laughs> that grin. He could do things with his mouth. I bet." And I was like, "Ladies, <laughs> my uh, goodness." All right. Moving yeah, on. Right, Tudong, what's yeah, your number yeah. one? The Sandlot <laughs> is a great family film. <laughs> my number one, Broad, is a movie that my wife, she she was very my unfamiliar wife. with movies. My wife. And I showed <laughs> I've, her this I've never movie. seen that movie, but for some reason, I, <laughs> I, like to, I like to say that ironically, but I should probably stop saying that ironically in situations where people don't know that I'm saying that ironically. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> uh, I showed her this movie, and it became her favorite movie. I showed my the Sandlot. My it's. <laughs> I showed my uh, my daughter, who is recently just turned one, uh, and it's her favorite movie as well. We put it on, and she will. She would have cried if, if we turned it off. We give her like we have to give her the you know the the baby vaccines, and she doesn't cry because she's watching the Great Muppet Caper. Came out Aww. early '80s, and it was the only movie that Jim Henson actually directed. And if you go back and watch it, it is shockingly sarcastic and funny. 
and it is just it's it's a wonderful movie it's, it's got something for everybody and it, it it's a testament to the fact because we'll put it on and then as soon as it's done we'll play it again as kids are want to do and, and all that and so i'm fine with it I, and i tell the wife i'm like i'm okay with seeing this again and she's like i'm surprised that i'm okay with this and it's <clears throat> my my mom got her uh my daughter a uh, kermit the frog puppet and she sleeps with it every night. She loves it. And I'm sure she, my mom tried to get a Miss Piggy one. And, uh, but I mean, this is, this is the pinnacle for me of what the Muppets are. I mean, the voice acting is absolutely spot on. The writing is, is fun for kids and it's really funny for adults. Um, the acting in it is, is, is shocking. John Cleese, uh, for, the kid's favorite part is the, is the part with John Cleese when they're eating soup and trying their best not to notice that Miss Piggy's breaking into their house. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Charles Grodin is in it, and he's not his usual um, kind of deadpanning straight man self. He is way over the top, and he is fantastic. Diana Rigg. Is is playing it so straight that it is also just hilarious. Everybody in it is great. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, Jim Henson at the peak of his powers, his peak of his vocal uh, artistry and his muppetry. It's just absolutely excellent. Uh, yeah, questions for this one? Sentence like comment down below because I love talking about the Great Muppet Caper. It's don't. What are you talking about? Kids don't like the Muppets. That's my no, daughter's my favorite kids. movie. No, my kids. My kids don't like. You know why? Because they haven't seen the Great Muppet Caper, bro. You probably showed them what, like the scary uh, uh, Christmas uh, uh, Christmas Carol <laughs> one. Is that what you showed them? Yeah. Yes. No, no, yes. No, no. Yeah, I did show them the Christmas Carol. Unbelievable. <laughs> no wonder everybody is like, let's show them the Christmas Carol one. <laughs> Unbelievable when you should be showing them the great Muppet Caper, bro. Right, I'll try. Good, I'll try. Or Muppet, Muppet Treasure it's Island. Or... We got wrong voice Muppets. Muppets in space. Uh, I can't watch any after the uh, the Muppets take Manhattan because then all the Muppets have different voices. I like the Jason Siegel ones. I thought the new, new ones are good. I didn't. I got. Yeah, they made fun of me. I got to give it a chance. I will. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I spent a good deal of my. Uh, adolescence uh learning how to do a good kermit the frog impression and when i do that for my piano students or guitar students they just stare at me very blankly and they have no idea who kermit the frog is there was what a, a brief moment in time where that like lipton iced tea meme was popular oh yeah where kermit's yeah, like yeah, sipping tea yeah. but that's just a picture so i'd be like the guy from the the tea meme the frog and they're like oh yeah i don't know what he sounds like but i've seen <laughs> the tea meme so uh uh, Kermit D. Frog here. Uh, someday, uh, when I meet your daughter, I can say hi. Now it's not easy being green. <laughs> See, you also do the Jim Henson Kermit, as opposed to whoever does Kermit after that. Yay! <laughs> I have been told that I uh, have the voice of a young Jim Henson. So <laughs> that's true. Might be older than him. When did he die? How old was he? he was young, wasn't he? Or was he older? He, he, he was like fifty. I think he was fifty. Right. Still, still younger than Jim Henson then. Pour one out for Jimmy. All right. Well, good list, fellas. You guys have anything else to add to this? Uh, honorable mentions, anybody? I was going to put Labyrinth. Uh, cool Runnings, I mentioned. Uh, Mighty Ducks. Oh, that's those. How to Train Your Dragon. 
Little yeah, Giants. There you go. Little I Giants, an underrated movie. Have you guys seen Little Giants? That is fantastic. With Rick Moranis? Yes. So good. I don't think I have. You you pulled Rick Moranis, so I feel like maybe you've seen it. I tried to show my kids. I mean, I shrunk the kids, and we we did not make it past like the first like, thirty seconds of that. That was rough. So that did not almost make my list. <laughs> Me too. All right, Charlie, can you close us out? Look, uh, this is this is a fun list to, to talk about, fun to think through. Let us know in the comments what are some of your favorite movies that maybe you watch as a kid and still have a, a deep passion for or maybe like brody you just saw as an adult and thought this is great i love mitchell versus right. it's fantastic it's funny i never I saw it. that one either uh, oh that's good road <laughs> bro you gotta watch that you're, you you watch that with your family you're gonna love it you're gonna you're gonna i don't have text netflix me later and be like you won't even have to high voice and pretend that you liked it You'll just regular, regular like it all right so you can see brody's got a lot of holes in his movie watching experience I was the only one who saw all the movies talked about tonight. So I am your professional movie watcher, Charles Sickman, signing off. We'll see you next time. Click that like and subscribe. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.